All right, guys. So first off, I want to welcome you to, to our call on Tuesday. Um, we're going to do a little bit different today. Um, today, I wanted to bring on a guest, um, and it's someone that you guys probably all know if you're part of the Mint system, and uh, it's our operations manager, Vinny Aiello. And I wanted to bring him on and really chat with him a little bit because he has an interesting perspective of, of pretty much everything, even more so than myself. Um, not only is he the operations manager, so he gets to see a lot of things that are happening inside of the MIT system, he's also one of our coaches, so he gets to t chat with a lot of you um, who come in through the system. So he sees a lot firsthand, and, uh, you know, I wanted to bring him on and kind of ask him some questions just from an overall perspective of what he's seen and people that have gotten results with utilizing MITS or even in their business, and then if he can kind of tell from his initial coaching call if there's going to be people who pretty much, you know, don't do anything with the training that they get, don't quite understand the skills that they're implementing. We're going to get into that, and also, you know, he he's a guy who, like I said, he's been with me for several years. I've trained him personally. I'm sure he may have questions possibly for me, so I'm going to let him do the same thing as we do each and every Tuesday. And then what we want to do is we want to open up our questions earlier um, in the call. So Vinny and I will go for about 30 minutes kind of just chatting about things that I've seen. We also want to get, let you guys know some of the updates, but we always want to add additional value. But I thought this, this would be a great perspective um, for you guys to see someone who's talked to hundreds, if not thousands of our members, um, has trained and worked directly with me, and also you guys will be able to ask him questions as well and uh, myself at the end, so we'll open up the line at the end here. Um, so first off, Vinny, let me just kind of bring you on, and I guess you can do a quick introduction to those of you who, for whatever reason, not sure how, don't know you. Maybe you want to tell a little bit about how you even got into the position you are today, and then we'll just get kind of kick it off. Cool, man. Well, uh, thank you for that intro, and what's up to all of our uh, Level 2 and 3 members on the line? Uh, my name is Vinny Aiello, and I'm the Operations Manager, and more than likely, um, I've had a chance to speak with you. Um, either I was your coach or I've, I've talked to you in the group. But long story short, um, you know, I've known Vince for about four years now. And my story in this industry is actually pretty different, quite different. Um, I came in um, to this industry specifically um, to actually intern with Vince when he was running one of his companies. Um, so when I came in... Uh, I wasn't coming in necessarily as a marketer per se, but I was coming in um, as, as an operations guy, you know, really helping Vince on the back end of his businesses. Um, and, and it kind of grew from there. So that started in college and, you know, fast forward to four years now. Um, I'm, I'm working full time with Vince. Uh, he's one of my coaches, one of my mentors. And, um, you know, I started MITS with him and, you know, I'm really happy to be here. So I appreciate you giving me this chance, Vince. I really do. Awesome, man. And I want to kind of tell people on this call some things they may not know. Um, you know, we want to, we want, I want you guys to understand the perspective and um, see how things can grow. I mean, we're growing at a very steady, rapid pace as a company. Um, we're making a lot of changes that we feel are going to be better. In fact, guys, we launched November 1st in our beta process in terms of um, my internet traffic system on November 1st. So we're almost a year out of beta. So I actually had this in my mind. I said, you know, the first year is going to be beta in itself. Um, I think it will take us a year to really fine-tune who we are as a company, and we're continuing to evolve each and every day. Um, but we're going to kind of do a relaunch in November. We'll talk a little bit about that. But um, I think it's exciting that we're still here, getting stronger, getting better. And also more exciting, I, for those of you who have been here from the beginning, 
Um, you know, obviously there are people that come and go. People tend to always come back, but that's exciting. But I want to talk to them a little bit about just how MITS came into about to, to fruition because a lot of you don't know this. There was a position, there was a, before November 1st, for about three months, okay, Vinny and I were working on launching a marketing company. And people don't know this. This is actually the first time I think I've ever shared this. And there was a, a point in my career, uh, three months before um, we launched MITS, that I had lost a little confidence in network marketers implementing the methods that I teach. You know, for me, I don't really care much about the results that I get. I care more about the results that you guys get. And for whatever reason, people in the home business industry, they really don't like to roll up their sleeves and really work and see things through for long periods of time. That's just my overall perception at that point, three months before November, before we launched MITS. So we were launching a marketing company, and we were going to start training people in other niche markets. I mean, we had literally gone as far as created several products for other niche markets, and we had gone as far as creating systems. And that's a huge industry, and you can make, you know, obviously a lot of money doing it because it opens you up to people in other niche markets, and we were going to go that route. And, Vinny, I want you, I want to, you to kind of come in and ch chat with him about how much work we put in and the day where you came to the office and I basically had some epiphany in the middle of the night, as I often do, and how quickly we transitioned into to MITS, as you guys see it today, and uh, kind of talk about that process just real quick, if you, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, now that you bring that up, I kind of laugh about it because um, it seems like it was something that didn't even happen, <laughs> to be honest, Vince. But <laughs> looking back at it, um, you're right. We did spend about three or four months, uh, you know, concentrating on a different business. And I'll never forget that day that you told me because I had spent probably the last 30 days before then uh, just writing out email funnels. I mean, I had probably 30 pages of Microsoft Word documents of, of email funnels that we were constantly going over, redoing, and implementing. I just remember putting, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into this new business and, you know, I think we were literally, I mean, I think you kind of down-talked it, Vince. Weren't we, like, weren't we going to, like, launch, like, three or four days before we decided not to? <laughs> yeah, but we were right at the like, brink like, of Literally, launching, weren't yeah. we, like, right at the brink, like, okay, we're going to do this. Let's, we already had people to, to start beta testing in this new business, and I'll never forget that one morning. You know, I think it was, it was like, 7 or 8 in the morning. I'm walking into, your, into the office, and you just look at me with, like, a look on your face, and I was like, oh, God. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Oh no! What happened? Did something? Did, did something bad happen? And you were like, you just straight up told me, you were like, look, we're not gonna go through with this. We're, we're gonna put it on the back burner, and and we're gonna stay in this industry that that I started in. And there really was no other questions after that. Um, we went into your office, dropped absolutely everything that we worked on, and literally started to storyboard what Mitz is now today, which is pretty cool. So that exactly. morning it turned into this, which is actually quite amazing to think about. Exactly. Well, and the way that that came about was, for me, I put so much energy, heart, and you know, sweat equity into this industry, and I love the home business niche, and I want people to be able to understand that if they put in the work, that they'll get the results. And I wasn't. I was more so feeling like I was failing the students, and I was saying maybe the training. I'm putting out, they're not going to do it. They're not going to get results. I don't want to be a uh, person draining the pockets of my customers. I want to be the person 
filling their pockets. And at that moment when we were making that change, I had kind of put in my mind this label that the home business niche, these people don't really want to put in the hard work. Um, they want instant results. And that was something that I had to think about. So how did I overcome that? I, I had this epiphany, and, and I've had this happen a few times in my life, and I know that it's from a higher power. Like I would just literally sit up in the middle of the night. Something will come to me, and I know that it's something pulling me to do something different. And that It was stay where you are. You have more to offer, and we can make a difference. But look at yourself. So I started looking at what I was doing before, and I said the problem isn't necessarily the people, okay, because you can go training in a different niche, and they're going to be probably looking for the easy results and doing the same thing. It's not that. It's what and how you're doing it. And I said I started looking around at what I was doing, and the systems and the training that I was doing was good, but it really wasn't different than a lot of the other things that were out there. Okay, um, I started to realize what I did that separated me from a lot of the marketers, and it was I just have this ability to I embrace failure. Like I like to take risk in terms of marketing and putting up ads, even if I don't get what I want. I say I say okay, I see that as an opportunity to get better and tweak it, and then teach to others. So I'll continue to work hard and figure out things on my own. And I think that the average person doesn't have that, and it's not their fault. It's the way that we're programmed. Like, everything just happens immediately in our life, right? We go turn on the TV. We go do whatever we want to do, and things just kind of just happen. So when that struggle takes place, most people who are trained to be employees, they just can't physically handle it, okay? They just can't handle the struggle. There's some of you right now that have just probably been in this a couple months, and you're feeling like, oh, my gosh, it's not going to work. Well, try being in this since 2007, Okay, and then you know, give yourself five years and then look, ask yourself that same question. You'll be a completely different marketer. So anyways, when we storyboarded the, the MIT system, I wanted to be as critical as myself as possible and create a platform to where I gave people an extension of myself. And what I mean by that is I wanted you to have a position, to be in position to market your business, to earn revenue like me. And that's essentially what Level 3 is. When I'm providing content and training, you guys who are Level 3 members who, are, who use the strategies that I teach, if you're really doing it, you're, you're essentially me. Because at Level 2, people can ask me questions. I can basically show you if you're setting up the ads correctly. No different than what I would do for my own personal coaching students. So all you've got to do is drive traffic, get better. I wanted a system where you can not only get, get paid extremely well, but I wanted a system where you could actually grow, grow and see growth physically every single day, see that you're growing as a marketer. I didn't want something where your product was going to sit on the shelf and you came here and you watched a concert each and every week. So we storyboard the entire process. And Vinny, I don't know, maybe do you have any insights on that process that maybe you want to share? I mean, it seems like a blur. And by the way, we went, and just so you guys know, we launched MITS, the idea, the concept, the entire business, I think in two weeks. We, didn't, we wanted to do a beta in November, December. Um, we had sold a product at an event, and we said, how can we transition this into what it is today? And we worked, you guys, 20 hours a day. I mean, we ate, slept. I mean, we didn't take lunches. We, I mean, it was a madhouse of trying to put this together. Um, 
and we did it, and it was, it's, been, it's been awesome, and we continue to grow. So what, did you, what do you remember through that process of just the work we had to put into it and, um, you know, those two weeks of just putting mitts together? Um, if I had to remember and put, like, one word on that process, you kind of already mentioned it, and, and it's we failed. We failed a lot, and you talked about failing, Vince, and how when people fail online, they tend to quit. And um, if anybody fails, I'm going to be honest, me and you probably fail the most out of anybody that I've talked to or that's been in the mid system, and people don't realize that, I don't think. Um, you know, we risk it, and we risk starting mitts. Um, every day, we, we risk marketing money. Um, every day, you know, we, we have to come up and think of the new thing, but we risk a lot of stuff, and that means there's a lot of failure, but with however many times we failed, you know, throughout that process, you know, mitts came into flourishing. And one of the things that I notice as a coach in mitts is when people come to mitts, um, you know, everybody fails. You know, the most successful people in the world fail. But the difference that I feel between the experience of you and I failing yet still being successful with launching MITS and the people that I talk to when they fail is that they don't have that clear-cut focus. And you and I had a focus, and the one thing throughout that process is we knew that we wanted to be able to provide a system that could give people what you didn't have when you started and I think that that basic concept is what really drove the idea of MITS. Does that make sense, Vince? Absolutely. I mean, I remember us writing that on the board. I remember saying, how can we give people what I wish I had? Actually, what we wrote was, if I was starting over again, what would I want? Exactly. And, like, that's all, and, we, and literally, guys, it, it sounds funny, but we stared at that for hours before we even did anything, just writing down ideas and, and when, when, and, and also, Vinny will tell you, if you come up with an idea in our office or if you list a problem, if you say there's a problem, you can't even tell me it unless you have a solution. I'll kick you out of my office, literally, if you come in here with a problem without a solution. Like, that's how it is here because we, want, we love the problem, so we want to be constantly thinking of the solution. So in doing that, one of the things where we realize that most people – it's just unfortunate, and I hate to say it, but it's the truth, are not going to have the vision to see anything through. Okay, we realize that. But that's the problem. What's the solution? Create a system to where that person who might not have been able to see it through will see it through. Okay, so um, in the beginning, the way our system was set up, we said, well, what we want to do is we want to make a huge hurdle for people to get started. We don't want to have a huge company, and we don't want to make – we want to have a huge company, but we don't want to have a huge company of affiliates. Okay, we want to have a huge company of students and people that are here to get better and learn. Um, and you think of it this way. When you go to college, we, we, we always break down things to real-world type of things. Like we use a lot of analogies, and we try to – like we, break, we base our business a lot off of brick-and-mortar businesses because we can see those – we, they're easily, you can easily see what makes certain companies successful, and you can take those principles into any company. So, you know, when I say most people aren't going to be able to see it through, okay, that's the problem. So we don't just say, okay, that's just what it's going to be. We say, well, what's the solution for that? So why do certain people stick with certain things? Like, for example, I'm extremely loyal to Apple. So why do I just love Apple products? It's just the way they make you feel. There's certain things. It's almost like a cult, Right. So we wanted to create a company where it wasn't just necessarily about 
oh, you can make a lot of money. We want people here because they know without a shadow of a doubt, one, they're going to get the best content and information on the Internet possible, but two, we're going to physically show them how to implement it correctly, and we knew that was going to take time, and we knew it was going to be different because it's very difficult to sell work. And we made a decision that we were going to sell work. We weren't going to sell the money. And a lot of times people don't want to do that. They're like, me, do all the work? Forget that. I'm not going to do it. So, Vinny, why don't you, if you remember, why don't you tell them a little bit about that process that we kind of, like the whole levels and how we wanted to simplify it and why we thought it would, uh, you know, keep people in a little bit longer to see the fact that they were growing as a marketer and that the money would come. Do you remember any of those conversations? Anything you want to share yeah. about that? Or? Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, people, I think, tend to forget that it's my Internet traffic system. You know, it's a system for a reason. So everything that happens inside of Myths does have a purpose, and that's what Vince and I wanted. And when we first started, one of the things that we both realized is that in this industry, um, the, sh- the shiny object syndrome is very relevant. You know, everybody is being told something different to do by someone else. Um, And at the end of the day, you know, I'm not going to say that what everybody else is saying doesn't work, but at the end of the day, no one actually would stick to one thing and and really focus on that one thing. So with the different levels inside of MITS, Vince and I wanted to create a way to sell work, but also introduce you to marketing in a way to where you could see it be done step by step, but at the same time, you could see yourself learning it, implementing it, and not only just implementing it, but teaching it. So we wanted to really put together a system to where we felt that we gave you the necessary skills, we taught you how to market before you could actually go out and and be an affiliate of MITS. And one of the things that I say on the phone all the time as a coach is, and people ask me, you know, why can't I be an affiliate right away in MITS? And, And I tell people, you know, we're a training company first, and we want you to learn these skills because MITS isn't, we refuse to let MITS be another um, half-read book on your shelf, you know, like all the other affiliate companies and network marketing companies that, you, that you've come into and that you've left. So I think just that idea of, of giving value in a way that it's going to make them invest in themselves and become better was really just a core thought process from the beginning, I would have to say, um, since, since we started MITS. Absolutely. And then we knew that going into it, I mean, if you guys think about how many people that come in just in level one, I mean, we could probably, it could be, it could be a good thing or a bad thing. But if we chose to be like everyone else, and when people came in in level one, all of a sudden you got an affiliate link, maybe we're five or six times the size we are, right? But maybe we are, maybe 10% of our people get results versus almost all of them who start doing, doing what we teach. If you implement the methods, you get on our call and you have us look at your ads, you take part in these calls, you will get results. And it may not be overnight, but you can't say that about the other, other systems, right? And it doesn't mean we won't eventually be that big and be a lot bigger as a company in terms of having, you know, 99% of our people eventually go through level three. But we didn't want you to feel that that was the overall goal because it's not. The overall goal is to, to keep you – um, getting better and learning and potentially you being that invaluable resource to your team. So having that buffer as only having people who are level threes promote the system was done by choice, and that's why you see a lot of the level three members earning and the ones that really do promote heavily 
making more than they've ever made in any other system out there um, because we've set it up in such a way for them to profit and use it, um, you know, to create leverage so they can focus on building their business versus coaching their team. Um, lastly, I don't remember if you knew the conversation, if you remember the conversations that I had, I said, um, I wanted to make sure that we had a streamlined like focus. Like for example, when I've experienced other systems, I've always experienced like they change, like people, they, they make decisions based off of revenue or what like a trend that they think is going to happen. Like for example, I've seen people say, okay, MLM isn't that great. Like I've literally seen systems that were built to train reps in the company they're in say it's not about MLM, it's about direct sales. And then you may have another guy go, no, it's about affiliate marketing. You make more money with affiliate marketing. And then the other person says, oh, you can make money with, with CPA offers. Just promote CPA. So it was just like this confusing like, back end of how you actually make money. And MITS is designed to teach you how to fish. So regardless of what it is that you want to do on the back end, you can do more of that by learning how to control your own marketing. And I don't think people quite get the control your own marketing thing because we kind of, when we came in, it was a little bit of frustration because people had lost their hunger to actually develop skills and do marketing that they can control. It was this huge solo ad like uh, Madhouse, and people were calling us frustrated because they weren't making sales. And I have nothing against solo. People have kind of said, I've heard people say, Vince, this is not like solos. I actually like solos if you're doing it a certain way, and it's just an additional marketing method. I don't like it as the method. Um, because I think that it's, you're dependent on someone else's list and someone else, you're playing, you're, you're gambling. You're paying money, you're praying that someone clicks on something and buys. That shouldn't be how you build and base your business, in my own opinion. And I have great friends, and that's what they do. And you guys all know who those people are. But um, we wanted them to be able to control their own marketing. And what I want to kind of transition into right now, Vinny, is just I want you to talk a little bit about the people that you've seen that's gotten the most results in that um, and getting skills and building their business from the conversations that you have with, like, the students that come in in Level 1, um, what are some of the minds? Like, I want you to give me, like, what, what, some, what does someone say? What, like, when you get on the phone with a person, can you tell that they're just not going to work? And can you tell the person that is going to work? Like, are there certain traits that, the, that you've seen? Or does it sometimes surprise you? Does the person that kind of has the bad attitude, end up being a good marketer or a person that's really involved? Like what, what are some of the traits, some of the things that you hear on the phone? Because I think that it's important for you guys to understand the realm of people that come across this industry and what people are trying to do. So to hear it from Vinny who talks to every member almost, I think it would be a good perspective to have. What do you, what do you hear? Because I'm actually curious when you get on the phone, like, what are some of the things that you hear and some of the traits that you see from the successful marketers and some of the people that fail? Okay, well, um, that's a good question. And, and I'll be honest, there isn't – the trend of the type of marketer is, is very different. So I'll get on the phone with, you know, someone who has never even heard of marketing before, doesn't know what PPC is. Um, I'll get on the phone with someone who generates, you know, tens of thousands of leads a month, um, that wants more traffic. Um, but what I've noticed primarily about when people come into MITS and they see success in their primary business in MITS and when they don't is really just the mindset of their online business. Like 
When I get on the phone with someone and they treat their online business like a brick and mortar store and, and really think of it as, as if their online business was a physical place, I feel like that they see more of our vision than, more of the myth vision than other people and they see the success. And the reason I say that is, you know, something that you always say, Vince, and that I always say too, is that at the end of the day, marketing and advertising, you know, spending money on, on generating leads is an inevitable cost. And the person that understands that the only way that they're going to make money is if people are coming into their store usually is the person that sees the most success with myths because the person that understands that the only way to make a sale is if someone comes into your store and looks at your products also understands that not everyone's going to want to buy your products. And most of the people online today, you know, it's easy to generate leads. You know, I feel like, Vince, and you can, you know, tell me if I'm wrong about this, but when I first started working with you, you know, the skill was just being able to generate leads. Well, now with the amount of avenues that you can generate leads, you know, the real skill is being able to generate targeted leads, okay? And oftentimes people don't understand that. You know, they don't understand that they need to get someone who's interested in their product into their store. And people that understand that and really understand that marketing is, is really just a means to talk to more customers that are interested in your product really do see the most success in myths because they use our training, they target down their avatar, and they realize that even talking, you know, to 10 people a day, you know, 5 or 10 people a day, but those 5 or 10 people are super targeted and they're having that conversation with them, those are the ones that see the most success. You know, the ones that get into level two, and when I have that coaching call with them, you know, they already have an ad up. They're already ready for you to look at their ad. You know, it's just that same kind of action-taking thing, but really the realization that a targeted lead is what's going to matter. Does that make sense, Vince? Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, you know, I take it a step further. Like, for me... I'm just a, I just like to look at the world of what's going on and try to – I look at life and I say, what happened 10 years ago that had I just taken advantage of it, you know, I would be in a completely different situation today. And I can name numerous things, investments in real estate, investment in real estate, investment in maybe gold when it was low, or certain things that we all kind of saw happening but no one took action. And then when I look at those things, I say some of those things are – still in itself a little risky, right? You know, you never know what's going to happen in real estate. If I would have had it known earlier, maybe you buy properties, you know, 20 years ago, selling them a beachfront for, you know, 100 times that, right? You can, you can always go back and see those types of things. So when I saw the Internet, okay, I saw the Internet just like real estate 20 or 30 years ago. That's what I see the Internet as today. It's still evolving. There's always new things coming out and we're, or in places to get advertising and ads. So when we say we wanted to make MIT something where it was something that I would want to have, I'm the type of guy that I saw that instantly. I saw the power of the Internet, and I was going to buy every traffic product anyways. That's just the way that I am. I realize the value of value. And if you don't realize it, you can't see that, then I, I don't know what – I can't really – there's no word to express why you can't see it. I just hope that maybe from this call, you, maybe you, it snaps and you see it. But I see that the Internet is so powerful, and, and I saw it as not just so powerful for what I'm actually doing at this very moment. And that was the difference for me. Like it was, 
yeah, I have this opportunity, but I can do whatever I want and drive traffic to it and now make money if I want to. It was just such a powerful thing. And I remember thinking to myself, if I don't take advantage of this and I don't position myself, no matter what happens right now, 20 years from now, I'm going to be like, man, I, someone told me about the Internet and look at all these Internet millionaires. Like, this is, this is how I look at it. So level two, we said, okay, we're going to build this Costco model. And, and I say Costco because for whatever reason, I just love Costco. I mean, who doesn't love Costco, right? You go to Costco, they have everything. But the difference between Costco is that not only, you know, with our Costco in terms of MITS level two, is it's as if you're paying a membership to Costco, but you don't have to buy any of the stuff inside of the Costco. Like imagine just going into your Costco or maybe it's Sam's Club, wherever you're from, and you just get to raid the store of whatever you want to eat and whatever you want to do, whatever you want to buy when it comes to your, your household. So when it comes to your business, we said, what if we had a level to where people just could get all of the traffic and training that they need in one place without having to buy every single product that comes out and we took it up a notch to say, well, how can we add value to that? Because we know people will, like right now, I guarantee there's some of you that are level two members and you haven't watched one product, okay? And that's okay. I mean, it, actually, I take that back. It's not okay. But it happens, right? And that's the way the, a lot of the stuff happens where people get products and they blame the product and they don't get the results. So you get the product and it sits on yourself. So we say, how can we take it up a notch to where people actually implement the products that, we learn, that they learn? and are excited about doing it and excited about growth. And we knew that was going to be the biggest challenge. And that's probably why, um, you know, it started off a little bit slow. Like we would ask people to put up ads, and they were reluctant because people were just so used to not doing anything. Okay, they wanted the system to do it for you. Like you hear people, they go, well, how does the system convert? And my question to you is, well, why don't you go drive some traffic to it and see? Like they, they want, like it's, it's just a weird phenomenon that happens. So I don't even know where I'm, I was actually going with this entire thing. I just kind of went off on a tangent. But, um, you know, we wanted to make sure that you actually had a place to implement everything and it was some, and you guys could actually, you know, not only get the information but be almost uncomfortably positioned to actually do it because we knew that if we could get people doing it and getting results, that that would spread a lot faster than just some exciting new company called My Internet Traffic System. So in the people that don't look at it as a brick-and-mortar business, what are they thinking? Like, tell me, like, when, I mean, give me, like, some ridiculous – I don't want to okay. call it ridiculous, but well, give me some I, of the things they're saying. Like, they get on the phone, and they just, do they just think the company is just going to sell itself. Like, what are the things that they – and also I want you to also say that I want you to let me know about the cost. Because I know some people go, 197 a month? Like, they don't see it as, as – they don't perceive the value of what they're getting. So tell me a little bit about that. Like, what are they saying to people that don't quite understand what they have at their fingertips, and what do they expect they're going to get if they don't implement these things? Okay. Well, that, that's a good question. And, and um, you know, a lot of the times, you know, people want to know what the system is going to do for them, and, and they're more focused on the system. And MITS is a business, but it's also a complement. And I think that often too many times, you know, people look at systems as, the business when the system is supposed to be a complement. You know, we have my internet traffic system, which is a business, but our systems, our website, MITS pages, that, that's, that's not our business. You know, those are all, those are all parts of the system that, that work our business. And one of the things that I often ask 
one of the people when they get on the coaching call that I kind of notice are, are very focused on the system and the results and what the system's going to do for them is one of the things I like to ask people is I go, okay, look, you know, how many leads are you generating? What methods are you using? And I, I kind of get back into I love going to that, you know, let's pretend your online business is a brick and mortar company. And one of the questions I ask people is I go, let's say that, you know, you're in MIT and that's your primary business and your MIT business is a brick and mortar store. And all of your, your whole street, that entire street, all the hundred stores on your street are also my internet traffic system stores. And they sell the same exact products as you. Except all the people but you are five and six figure earners inside of MITS that you have to compete with. Now you tell me when someone walks into your store to buy your product, what's going to keep them from buying your product versus going next door to any of the other stores and buying product from a five and six figure a month earner? And that question right there, Vince, 99% of the time people don't have an answer for because their initial mindset is not value-based. They're thinking that a system is going to make the money for them. They don't realize that the system is only there to assist them in their own personal worth and value in their own business. And that question right there makes it very apparent, at least to me as a coach, um, but you would be surprised that a question like that, you know, when people don't have an answer, it, it just still doesn't click. Right. So that would be probably my best example of that. So tell me this. I mean, I get every day, guys, by the way, our coaches call, and we record our calls, and I listen to some of our coaches talk to customers and new students, and sometimes people get offended, <laughs> and I laugh. I'm like, like I've, I heard a guy get mad. He's like, so, you know, how many leads are you generating a day? None. Well, do you think that, you know, you're going to be able to build your business not generating any leads or any customers? Absolutely not. Well, you know, if that's the case, then I definitely encourage you and would highly suggest you becoming a level two member. Don't be trying to sell me level two. <laughs> um, and it's like this switch. <laughs> it's like I start laughing almost. And I don't mean to laugh, but I'm like, what do you expect us to say? Okay, you're not getting any traffic and leads. You just told us you need more traffic and leads. But when we suggest for you to do it, and here's the thing, guys, I feel 100% confident telling a person that they should go level two because I know that it's going to help them, but, but not just because of the product itself, but because of the hands-on training that I know that they need. I know they need the accountability. I know that they need um, someone there to, ask, to, an to answer their questions. So talk, tell me a little, I mean, I'm sure you've experienced that. Like, what, what, is, what goes through your mind, and like, can you tell a person that's going to kind of take that shift to the other way I when can, you suggest actually. something? Okay, go ahead. I can, because... You know, in the beginning of my call, um, people tend to forget that oftentimes I'm not calling them. You know, they set up their coaching call. They bought our product. And, you know, when people get offended, all of a sudden, to them in their mindset, it, it's like it's a cold call. Like I called them out of nowhere to sell them a product. That's how the kind of offense it sounds like coming from their voice. But usually the people that I can tell that are going to be like that, that take offense to my advice, are the ones that are the most frustrated. And... When I say frustrated, I'm talking about people that, you know, it's easy when you're online and, and you're looking for ways to, to generate traffic and leads. It, it's easy to get caught up and in, in, in in, in read a bunch of different methods and, and really have a bunch of different ways thrown at you. So the person that gets offensive to me is often frustrated and confused because they've either 
spend a lot of money on marketing and haven't seen a return, um, or they, they've done a bunch of different marketing methods and just don't realize that the method, methods that they were, were doing weren't targeted. Um, it's often the, the confused and upset person, but I will say um, 50% of the time when, when, when calls do turn out like that, um, by the end of the call or you know, a couple days later, I will you know, get an email or something and you know, they, they, they continue to go through the marketing mastery kit and you know, some of them do move up in the system. So I think it's just people that are initially confused and frustrated in the beginning for either trying out stuff that hasn't worked um, or, or really just, just haven't seen success. And right. it's, it's a sad thing, but, um, you know, people don't realize, Vince, we fail every day. I mean, Absolutely. we fail more than probably anybody. Seriously. Absolutely. We really do. And, and I laugh in my head when people are like, I've done this and I've done this and I failed. I was like, you have no idea. I've spent weeks and weeks and hours upon <laughs> hours failing every day. And, you know, I, it's, just, it's, it's just hard from my perspective to understand that. Um, right. When we're out doing, I mean, I tell people all the time, everything inside of our system that we teach you it is exactly what we do to market the, the, the company. And, yeah. and, and the way that we prove that it works even further, you know, if that's not going to sell you on our just pure existence, you know, we offer our level three members the ability to purchase traffic, which we generate revenue through our same marketing tactics in level two. You know, so... To me, it has very much to do with just almost the fact that people don't want to succeed. I feel like people get addicted to, to failing in, in a weird way, Vince. It's, it's like they don't want to see something that works. It's like people right. want to be talking to someone new every day, being told something else to do, and they get more manifested in that than actually keeping it simple, stupid, like what you always say. And, and focusing on one thing and becoming good at it. I think that that's really the issue is that people, so many things are thrown at you online. It's like online ADD. You know, a million things are being thrown at you and people get caught up and addicted to that. And the fact that we teach them just to slow down and focus on one thing and see success with that one method, people just can't do that, man. Yeah. They, they, they can't. They can't sit down and focus. They like the change of atmosphere. The, the, it, it's crazy. And that's one of the biggest things I've pulled away is that sometimes no matter how good an offer can look or how many problems you can solve for a person, if they don't want the help, it's never going to happen, even if they Absolutely. say they do, if that makes sense. Well, I want to talk a little bit real quick about the failure part because um, it's true. Um, I'll give you guys an example. When we first started, like my skills are traffic, right? My skills are not sales, phone closing, and all these other things. I, I'm okay at it because I know – where the person is on the other line, where they're coming from, but it's something we had to work. And, I mean, how many different sales scripts have we given our coaches and, like, for the, you know, the calls that we've kind of worked through the process? Um, how many times – and, guys, just so you know, each and every day I have an hour every day minimum where I set aside to get better. And most of the time I'm getting better more because I'm, as I'm doing activities, I'm always watching or training or listening to an audio or something in the background is always helping me get better. But – do you remember when we were really struggling? Like we were like, okay, we got all these people coming in. For whatever reason, people on the phone, it's not converting to level two as much as we would expect. Now, we basically broke it down to a couple of things. Maybe the marketing isn't as targeted as we want. And number two, maybe the message and what we're saying to them isn't right. So I started reaching out to every coach that I have hired, asking them solutions on closing. 
And do you remember what we did that one day when we, I was like, let's just go online and find everything we can on closing, and we're going to sit here and we're going to watch it? Yeah, I mean, that, that's another part of the puzzle that I wanted to touch on, too, is, you know, I mentioned, and Vince is right, you know, that call script, I mean, I'm a big fan of the 10,000-hour rule, um, where it takes, you know, 10,000 hours to become an expert in anything. And I'll tell you this much, I'm like halfway there on, on call scripts. <laughs> I mean, we read, we have, we put so much time, uh, and 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 I would say Vince probably thirty or forty different scripts at least um, mm-hmm. that we've tried. Um, and what I've noticed is where I think we change our failures into success is not only are we persistent, but we really have purpose behind everything that we do. And when we're thinking about a call script. You, you, the purpose was, you know, okay, it's not working, so we need to find the reason why it's not working. And that call has a purpose. Maybe we're not, you know, putting our ads in front of the right crowd. Maybe we're not getting the right point across. So everything had a purpose, and as long as that purpose was met, you know, we found success no matter how many times we failed. And I think that's also something that, that really separates online marketers is the purposefulness of content, purposefulness of a call. You know, everything that we do and miss, you know, whether we fail or not, we, we make it purposeful, I guess. Is right. What it is. And I remember one thing I remember thinking, because, you know, Vinny knows I don't really sleep. <laughs> I mean, and it's not, and I know some of you are, it's not healthy. I mean, I, I get my naps in, but I enjoy what I do. And I just, I think that I remember reading something, like the most successful entrepreneurs in the world all have the kind of the same trait I have where they don't sleep very much. Um, they say you can sleep when you die. So... Yeah, I'm not saying it's a habit you should take up, but when people are when it's dark outside and when no one's up, it's when I can get all of that information in that I want to get better, to really truly get better. And I look at it as a race. I always, I mean, I've said it before. I mean, I love being up late. I love learning more. I love doing things that other people I know other people won't do because I think that's what gives me my edge. I love being in the trenches. I love being able to coach you guys on traffic and still be actively doing it each and every day. Like for me, I, I think that makes me different. But when it came to the phone call, and, and I think the biggest thing is, although it's clear, obviously we want you to go to the next step because we really truly believe in our heart that it's the best thing for you. But, number, but the thing that we did differently that helped everything, and you guys can use this in your marketing, is most people out there are trying to convince people, and we said we're going to stop trying to convince them that level two is for them, and we're going to just start to compel them. So we started to make compelling – we started to give them compelling information about the members, compelling information about certain things that are happening, and people literally almost started to sell themselves. So we felt like early on we were trying to sell, and at the end of the day, um, the strength that I have, which is why we will always grow, why we will always be in existence, is that I know how to market and drive new customers, target it to our, you know, to our niche, to our business. So our company, unlike a lot of businesses, are not dependent on the affiliates. If we were dependent on the affiliates, then we'd have affiliates at level one. Okay? Myself, every single month, hands down, by ten times what people are doing on the leaderboard, we're bringing in people. Okay? You don't see my results on the leaderboard, but that's the way we can sustain. And I want to keep it that way because that keeps me in control of the growth of our company. But one of the things that we focused on was we said we're going to not convince people that the traffic methods work. We're going to just make we're just going to com- focus on compelling them by consistently doing what we do each and every day, helping members get results and training the next 
and future leaders of, of the company. So with that being said, tell me what you um, – so we've talked about the things that the people um, who struggle feel. They, you know, they, they, they kind of – they're not looking at their business as a brick-and-mortar business. They're frustrated. Well, what about the person that hasn't had the, re- the results and they get it? Like, they go into the, like, we get some people and they go, I put my first hand, they're so excited. And to me, I take it as they realize that they can fish. Even if they don't get a result, they realize the potential of mastering that skill. And to me, that's so empowering and enlightening. But what do you see in the people that, you know, maybe they aren't the top earner, but they start getting results because they just start to do. Like, what – I'm not saying we know what makes them do, but what are some of the things that you've heard from them? Like maybe maybe they've given you a comment or told you why this is different. What are the things that you've seen in them? Well, one of the first things that I see is, you know, I would say probably over 90% of the people that actually take action and put up an ad um, see success with MITS. And um, there's a lot of Level 3 members, you know, that have come into MITS that – had no prior knowledge of, of marketing and have seen results. Um, but one of the things that I've noticed is that, you know, someone who's perhaps never done marketing or never really generated targeted leads, and they get into MITS and they see success and they generate a lead, what I see from them is the realization of how much simpler this, needs, this can be. And what I mean by that is, you know, at the end of the day, you know, as I've said earlier in this call, marketing is a method to, to put your product in front of people and really to funnel people for you to talk to. Um, and, and I would say the difference between offline marketing and online marketing has to do strictly with the customer acquisition. You know, offline, you're, you're acquiring customers offline. Online, you're using the Internet to acquire customers. But really, the, the, um, the, uh, after the front end acquiring of the customer, the difference between an offline marketer and the online marketer should be no different. And, um, you know, the people that... That's a really have, good point. It's a it, very good point. It is. I mean, have. it's customer acquisition. I mean, you go online because everybody has a computer now. Everybody has a phone. There's a million of different sites. I mean, the reason that pay-per-click even exists is because these massive websites realize, look, we have so many people that use our stuff. We know that companies would pay us to get put in front of the people that they want to be put in front of. And the mere fact that that's how pay-per-click was even started, the fact that that strategy has been lost, that people just think that they can just get anybody to their business just blows my mind. And the people that see success in MITS and understand that they can put up an ad, you know, get their product in front of people, realize that it's a lot simpler than they think. And when that person comes to you, it's no different than being an offline marketer. You have to talk to that person. You know, when that person comes so into your store, you know, let's put it this way, Vince, when you go into a store, let's say you go to Nordstrom's and you want to buy a shirt, right? Do you just walk into Nordstrom's, you grab the shirt you want and you leave? Um, if I know the exact shirt I wanted when I walked in there. Okay, now what are the odds, though, not. that every single person going into Nordstrom's is going to know exactly what they want and they're just going to go grab it and, and buy it? Probably not very Clem- high. Clem- right? none. Now, that's Absolutely. why in Nordstrom, sales associates exist. And sales associates' job is when people come into your store, you know, to help them figure out what they want. And really, you know, a lot of those types of positions are commission-based because you're a salesperson. You're selling people in your store. And that's the same thing with online business. You know, you're using the Internet to get people that are interested in your store. You need to realize that you're that sales rep. Now that you have that lead and they're in your store, 
you need to converse with them. You need to sell them. And that's where I truly think on the back end, you know, the difference between offline marketers and, and online marketers is no different. And the people that come into MITS and see that success realize that, wow, now that I can acquire the customer that I want, it's almost like a sigh of relief because now all they have to do is simply communicate with that person. And everything that their network marketing company you know, taught them with offline marketing or, or whatever skills they have in offline marketing, they can now execute. I mean, and that's where really Absolutely. I've seen the difference. Um, and I think, that, I think that right there, because a lot of people don't like us as Internet marketers, especially the, net, the old school network marketers. They feel we've made something. And I was talking to one of our, uh, another member the other day about this. Um, they're saying we, they feel like, like the old school marketers feel like the Internet marketers have made something simple, complicated. But at the same time, they realize that it's a, something that's needed. So we feel like making these kind of analogies, simplifying it, saying, hey, you know, if you think, like a lot of people come in and you're right, they think that the Internet means that just because you got them into the store that they're going to buy. And they forget about the offline strategies that you've got to compel them and explain to them, you know, and get them to see exactly the benefits um, that, you got, that you have in your particular product. And if your marketing is targeted, it makes, you don't have to do as much convincing or compelling because they already, you already knew what they wanted before they even came into your store. So with that being said, we're already coming up. This has been an awesome call. I'm sure we've got a lot of that. I want to just you to make a, I want to say one, have one more question for you, then we'll open it up for questions. Moving forward, I mean, you come into the industry different than you know I did. Um, what do you? What, what's your vision of MITS? Like, where do you see us going as a company? I mean, because you're on the, you're really on the ground floor in the trenches. And as time goes on, I feel myself. It's it's interesting to me. Like I, I, I used I want I always love business shows. So anything with about a business, I've watched. I'm watching Profit, the Shark Tank, uh, you know, any of those shows on TV. Like another show that I used to watch all the time was Undercover Boss. And it used to just blow me away that these people own these companies and they didn't know the people in the company. And that's kind of like how I feel now. Like we've got some people will be like, hey, I'm level two. I'm like, oh, hi, how are you? And, and like I always want to be hands-on. So as, I, as we grow, it's just a natural progression. I'm not going to know every single person. Hopefully all of you get to our live event, which, by the way, we'll be announcing soon. I get to know you personally because I want to know everyone in the company. But you have had a chance to kind of talk to a lot of the people. Let us know where you see it from that level. I mean, you're in meetings with me every day. You know how hard I work and what we do. What is your – I don't want you to you know, tell them my vision. What's your vision of the company, and where do you see us going? Okay. Um, well, you know, th this is a full – this is my life, working with MIT and doing operations for this company. You know, I've invested everything into that. And uh, – 99% of the time when I get on the phone with someone, you know, they tell me that their online business, they want to be a full job. And their online business, they want to make at least $10,000 a month. I mean, almost every person says that. And, you know, what I've realized is, in my position in MITS, is that I couldn't be more happy and thankful that we teach value and skills. Um, because one of the things that I've noticed um, from talking to members, from you know, being, you know, younger, I'm 24 years old, being around the internet, you know, for majority of my life that, you know, you often talk about the Google slap and, and how that killed a lot of marketers because that was their only method. Well, looking at things like Yahoo and, and Facebook and Twitter, I mean, everything on the internet right now today is, is so complex in regards to being able to target your avatar and the Internet's in such an infancy stage that 
at some point in this industry, people are going to realize that you can't just pay for leads anymore, that you're going to have to evolve with the Internet. And evolving with the Internet requires skill. And with MITS, um, you know, I truly believe in the skills that we teach, our step-by-step trainings and our coaching. And the fact that you and I get, get to be in the trenches every day and learn how to do stuff, you know, moving forward with MITS, you know, as the Internet evolves, you know, I really see MITS being, you know, for almost every home business professional, the one-stop shop for marketing. I want MITS to be the system that people need when they join an online business. I want it to be the complement to every home business professional. And that's really where I see us going because at the end of the day, you know, if Facebook went down, if Yahoo Bing went down, if solo ads were no more, I mean, Vince, we would be able to teach 30 other methods online to get targeted leads. You know, I always think about that. Like if I woke up and, and, and Facebook was gone, would we still have a business? Absolutely. And, and just the fact that we're learning skills and we're teaching those skills and also letting people leverage those skills, I mean, I think MITS is going to be here for a while and, and we're going to be a, a home brand name, no doubt about it. Awesome, man. Appreciate that. All right, with that being said, I think we got a lot of information. I think we went longer than I expected, but uh, it's always good to hear from people that are close and get different, uh, different voices. So I want to open it up for questions. So hit star six if you have a question for Vinny. If you have a question for myself, uh, we'll go. It's, I got 8.55 Hello? on my clock. We'll go for about 10, 15 minutes. Yes, who's this? Um, this is Rosalind. Um, Vince, I get a question. How do I track? Uh, my sort of traffic because I need to know which one to convert. Um, give me the lead. I'm sorry. What, what, how do you do? How do you do what? You know how do I know what sort of traffic? You know, like I put an ad on Bing and, so, um, and I put an ad on Facebook. So I need to know which one give me more of the lead. Okay, let me ask you this question. How did you? What? Don't name the company, but you're in. A, you have a primary company, correct? You have a network marketing or direct sales company, correct? Yeah, you know, my, my question is I put an No, I know, but answer, answer, answer that question. You have a company, correct, that you promote? Yes, I have a company. Okay, yes. so how did, you figure, how did you pick that company? Uh, I, how did I pick my company? I, I, Why that company? I, There's a thousand companies out there. Why did you pick that one? Because I like the products. You like the products. Okay, so why not do the exact same thing with your marketing? What marketing method do you like the best? When you find yourself on the Internet, what catches your eye? So out of the products and the training that we teach, figure out the one that you like the best and master it and start placing ads. It's that simple. Yeah, but, There's not but, one that does anything better than the other. They all work great. It's just a matter of how much energy you're going to put into the traffic method that you want to master. I know. I know. At the same time, I put out two sources of traffic. I put an ad on two different uh, you know, Facebook and Bing. Then I would like to know which one that converted and bring me the lead. Um, Ros- Roslyn, did you use the same affiliate link um, for both yeah. ads? Yeah, yeah, I use the same. Okay. Well, then my advice would be um, to, to use a tracking link over your affiliate link, and then you can see how many clicks each tracking link is getting, and that would differentiate. Oh, um, you mean I, I should have used a click uh, meter or something? Yeah, you could use click meter for your actual um, link that you're directing your ad to for each ad, and you could have two separate click meters, and that way you can tell you know, which ad is getting which click. 
But you also okay, so can I, check I that too now in your stats too. Yeah, you in the back office of Mitch as well. If you go to your yeah, stats, I, I saw the stat. I saw the stat, but I just see that how many leak, how many leak coming in, but I don't know what sort of traffic that bring it in. Okay, well that tell, if you if you look at if you look at your link, it'll show you where the click initially came from. If you go to stats, it'll show you if it, that person initially clicked on Facebook, if they clicked on Twitter. They clicked on something else. You can see where the initial track that came from. Now, something we're working on because people want to see, well, how do I know where the sale came from? We're going to figure out a way to potentially track that as well. Mm-hmm. But right now okay. you can track where the amount of clicks are coming from and which area that, that's coming from. So all of those, all right? I can see it in the stats? Yeah, if you go to stats, I think I actually wrote something about it in one of our groups. Another member had a question about it the other day. Um, I think it's like if you go to your stats, click on affiliate information, click on stats, and then um, you'll be able to see a little button underneath the stats button. And I think it says okay. get details or something like that. I'm not sure what it says. But if you click that, you can see each and every one of your affiliate links and where people were when they clicked it. Yeah. Okay. We okay. I'll that. go into that. Thank you so much. Awesome. No You're problem. Sorry I misunderstood your question. Yeah. Okay, the cool. Um, really wonderful. Uh, Awesome. Thank you for the question. Okay, Star Six, if you have another question. Hey, Vince. Sean Walker here. What's up, man? Hey, Sean. What's up, man? Oh, not much. Hey, question for both of you guys. Um, I know you guys were working on getting the possibility of putting a phone number into the, some of the MITS pages, and I saw it pop up for a day or two and then disappear. Any, uh, any idea if you guys are going to bring that back? It's still there, actually. So what you have, if you oh. go in and you click on, um, I think it's um, page integration, or opt-in integration, okay. um, if you just look down, it now gives you the choice to click on, yes, I want phone number. Oh, because I looked through a few of them, and I didn't actually see it. I'll check it out again. It, there may be a couple, but, yeah, like I'm looking at one now. It just says use phone field, and you just click yes, and it opens up phone field. Uh, is, it, is it on every one of them or only certain um, pages? Some pages they don't because of the way that it's styled. So maybe the page you have doesn't have that, but the majority of them okay. do. And if, you, and if it doesn't, just send in a ticket through MITS pages, and we can look and see about either one, creating another template like you'd like with the phone field or adding it to that one. Maybe we missed one. Not sure, but it should have it. So we just go to Octane Integration, cool. scroll down, and it just says phone field. Just click yes, and, that, and it'll open that up for you. Perfect, perfect. Cool, man. Awesome. Appreciate that. No problem. Cool. And when you guys are done with the question, please hit star six again just to mute out your line so it's clear when hey, another person has a question. This is, yes. This is Gary Gomez. How are you? Hey, Gary. How are you? Good, thanks. Um, so there's a lot of uh, discussion in one of the Facebook groups I'm a, a member of about talking to leads. And um, I liked the discussion that we had today with Vinny about the, all the scripts that you went through. Would that be something available, or is there something somewhere within the Level 2 training um, some type of scripts um, as far as uh, maybe email scripts and then follow-up scripts when you're talking to your lead? Um, we don't – I never provide email scripts because I can't be you. And honestly, sure. the way today's day and age is, I don't really believe in a huge follow-up sequence. You should be emailing right. broadcast daily with new current content and, and events. Um, I don't – I mean, maybe a couple prod- emails that you say, hey, this is, you know, Gary, I'm, you know, here to help you, that goes out. But you've got to be you. I mean, you're in this to be, yeah. you know, and, and I, people argue with me on this, but I think it just helps you as a marketer, like, get better. Now, in terms of phone scripts, 
we don't really technically use a phone script. What we have is because we're not, like I said, we don't really, we're not trying to sell people who, who communicate with us on the phone. We're now just compelling mm-hmm. and just basically providing information and asking certain questions. So there are certain questions yeah. that we provide that we've added, but it wouldn't be necessarily a script depending on what you – my biggest thing I would tell you is ask questions, okay? Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of times we get on the phone and all we want to do is talk and tell about what we're doing. Get, let the person open up and talk to you and then yeah. be a person that provides them with a solution to the problem. I think the bridge to that part would be um, getting them to actually reach out to you. And that, that's what our discussion is, is basically, well, getting well, I've the talked conversation to, to happen is great, but how do you get absolutely. them to reach out to you? Absolutely. And I think that if you've been on some of these calls before, I think actually with Sean, you may, if you're still here, I think we've worked on getting people to contact you, and you've got some success with your leads, getting people to contact you. And really what it is is the first email or the second email, you have a subject line that says, call me. Literally, yeah. that's what it says. So as you generate the lead, you tell the lead to call you, and then you repeat it in about a week. You have, you, you, in a week later, you say, hey, if I didn't talk, you know, call me. And you have it again, and your leads will call you. Yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually worked very, very well for me. Um, it, it's interesting. If you just tell them to call you with a very direct command in the email, uh, both yeah. in the subject line and in the email, uh, they, they, they literally will call you and be like, yeah, I just got an email from you, and it, it said to call you, so I'm calling you. That's their first yeah. sentence, and I kind of start laughing. I mean, exactly. my second sure. one is my second one is a question. Hey, did we chat? And then I go into a okay. little bit of story about myself and why we need to connect. And I mean, probably twenty percent of the people call me, maybe thirty percent. That's awesome. That was uh, a great number. Everyone okay. pops in, calls me. So that that works very very well. Great. Okay, cool. So just direct. I like that. Yeah, absolutely. Just hey, call me. Also, right. guys, one thing a lot of you guys could start doing is when you're putting content out there, especially videos, put your phone number there. Get, an get a Google Voice number. I think in our Twitter course we have a thing that shows you how to set up a Google Voice, and that's why it's there. So you would know every call that's coming in, if it's a business, set up a voicemail. If you can't get to it, call them back. It's about getting people to call you. You guys have to you, remember you've got an amazing skill when it comes to generating traffic and leads, and the key to it all, and, and I've told Sean, this is it's not about your company. It's really to get them to see the path that they took. That really should be the idea of that call. What I mean by that is how did they become a lead? How did they actually call you? Get them to understand they can set the same thing up, but instead of them being the one calling, looking for the opportunity, they're the one providing it. And if you can get them to see that, um, you'll start to duplicate. Cool. All right, guys, let's take one or two more questions. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Jeff, how are you doing, man? I'm doing business. Jeff White here in Mississippi. I have a question for you. Uh, concerning the funnel that was created last Wednesday night, that off, not last Wednesday, but two Wednesdays ago, that awesome funnel that you created, um, I have already built it, and it's already out doing its thing, and I'm getting ready to go ahead and um, uh, offer it over to my to my people. One uh-huh. of my questions my question, I guess my main question or concern was um, when I do it, it, it starts out obviously the first video talks about me and the second video, uh, I think it talks about, uh, it, it's in sequence just the way you told me to do right, it. Right, how it works, how, how you earn how, and special bonuses, gotcha. Correct. And by the way, guys, before you go, Jeff, just so people know what we're talking about, what Jeff is referring to is our um, four-part mastery funnel 
which basically if you have a network marketing company, it's a way for you to create duplication amongst your team. Um, that's the funnel he's referring to. So go ahead. Okay. Well, my numbers so far in like uh, uh, six, seven, uh, eight, week, eight, eight days of using it is uh, great. And, um, but I'm wondering if my people's numbers will be that way because obviously it's going to be talking about me. I'm going to have their link at the very bottom. Uh, I'm going to actually add their link there where it says join, and I'll put their name. If it's Susie, it'll say join right. Susie here. Um, my numbers right now, my analytics on my Mitch pages says it's 22% conversion rates, 91 opt-ins, 406 unique. So it's doing well based on the places that I'm putting it. I'm using YouTube videos, and I'm using Facebook uh, ads. I'm using uh, list, you know, emails to my primary list of people who have already opted in for more information on leads. Right. So it's, it's doing well. My concern is, when I send this over to my people, will they be overly concerned about the first four videos really branding me and my team? Uh, no. The way, you, the way that you do that is on the bonuses video, you've got to explain why this is a bonus. And explain, you know, you've got a chance to get to know me. You've seen how the company works, and you've seen how you earn. But I want to share with you some of the bonuses. So one of the things that you have to understand is right now you're watching this video. I'm going to be showing you how to do it. Number two, if you're a person that doesn't know how to use video and you're not a person that knows how to use the Internet, guess what? I'm going to give you this exact process. So there's a chance you're watching this, and one of our team members actually sent you to this. So imagine this, you being able to promote what you've just seen, but when a person clicks the button below to get started, they're actually getting started with you. So you set up the call on the, on the bonus video so people know right away that this is a system and that's the beautiful, that's the beautiful thing of it, that the fact that, You've done all the hard work. They just get to plug into it and play. Okay. So, so that's set up in the – so you may need to shoot the fourth video over to, say, to explain that. Okay. I'm going to listen to it again. I think I did that. I was just still a little concerned about, you know, some people that, you know, don't understand what we're trying to do here may say, hey, uh, well, I thought there was going to be a video just talking about me, but I can't talk about another person the best. Right. No, they but can talk about themselves. <laughs> exactly. Well, that, again, if you go back through it, we explain that process. Like, yes, you're talking about you and your story because you're the leader of the system. And at the right. end, you're saying you can use this, and you know, people. I've explained the company for you know for you. You get to use this page, and as you get going, I can help you if you want to be the one with the videos and setting this up, I can show you how to set this up for your team. But until then, you can use these videos and leverage what I've already created for you. Okay. Thanks. Well, listen, I, it's working like a charm, man. And the, uh, the second video, I think it is, that has to, you know, call me. Uh, I get calls every day. I get uh, awesome. emails. It, it's working like a charm. It's almost like plugging something in and never having to work to, uh, touch it again. Awesome. That's how it works. That's how I did it. I mean, you got exactly what I did when, you know, and it will it will definitely the cool thing about that is it will um duplicate. Now, the cool thing is if a person, let's say a person is calling you for your team, you're just still going to say, "Well, go ahead and sign up." And you're going to almost sell that system for the person who was promoting that page, which is cool. Right. Now, if they're on your team, then you've, you know, made the sale. Um, you, you should still, I'm assuming, get commissions on that because obviously you're an MLM. It helps your downline. Right. So that's the cool thing about it. Right. 
Okay. I remember I actually had to start bringing on new people to answer those phone calls because they were coming so rapidly. As the, as you got more people on your team, you start getting more calls. You say, well, who's the name that it says on the button? They say, Susie, awesome. We know Susie. She's one of our, you know, we just totally pump it up for her. And now they're, you're closing it for everyone. And, again, what is this doing? This is making you more attractive to your entire organization. You're, right. You drive traffic to this. I'm going to show you how to drive traffic. I've got the videos done. We even close the sales for you. Right. See, that's that's what I want. I want them to, you know, to, to uh, see that vision. It's um, right. It's obvious, obviously everyone doesn't see it like that because in, er, early on I've created training sites, and inside of the training sites I would always say, hey, you know, hey, you know, like uh, a Weber. If you have an a Weber code, uh, you know, make sure you tell your person that you bring in to get your a Weber code before they go to the training site because obviously. Right. This training site is going to be coded to me because I built the site, you know. And I absolutely had people, well. Well, I forgot to give them the code. Uh, is this way we could get a change? And I'm like, wow, that you know, people worrying about two, three cents instead of worrying about millions <laughs> of dollars. It sort of gets right. on my nerves. <laughs> well, welcome to being a coach and a trainer, man. <laughs> you know, it's funny. It's funny. Like I, every day. And I want you guys to understand this. Like, let me, I, want, I want to make this point real quick, and then maybe we'll take one more question. Um, as you start to get better and you start to grow, there are going to be people that are going to try to knock you down. That's just the way that people are. Um, you know, believe it or not, you guys know, hopefully you know where my heart is at when it comes to helping you. And there are people that, and, and I'll dwell on it because I want to. I want to help everyone. Like I mean, every day, every webinar, you guys, every day, I'll probably get one person that'll say, comment or send in something or say something mean or, you know, cursing. And, and you you look at yourself. You know, you're like, I'm trying to help you. But every day, I also get thousands of compliments and people saying thank you for your, the value that you provide. Um, a thing that stops a lot of people is that they start to say, well, people aren't going to believe me and they're not going to join me because I don't make the money and I'm just getting started. And then the second that happens, if you do start trying to do it and someone reacts negatively towards what you're trying to do in terms of growing, I've seen that derail new marketers. Like they get a hate, like you send an autoresponder message, someone replies back to it, you're an idiot, stop sending me crap, you, you a-hole, right? Something like that. Right. You're like, oh, my gosh, like, I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. You just dwell on that one individual. So what you've got to do is you've got to focus on the people that you are trying to help. Like, the one thing about me is I have, I'm so laser-focused, like, on my task and my goals, and no one's going to get me off my train. Like, like, I'm just so focused. You can curse at me. You can do whatever you want. I'm, okay, good luck, and I'm just on to the next. You guys kind of have seen how I handle mean people because this is the thing, I, and the reason I can be that way is because I'm always consistently marketing, and I, re- and I know there are going to be people that are seeing my message that are pumped up and excited to grow. And as long as I keep teaching those people, who cares what the other people – I mean, think about it. That's why we've got Republicans and Democrats. That's why we've got – you know, people that just, you can't, people are never going to be able to see eye to eye on everything. And we can't expect that as entrepreneurs. It's just the way of the world. What you want to do is come up with what your core values are, be consistent. I mean, you're going to have people that are going to think you're trying to brand yourself and you're trying to just stand out in the crowd, like, because you made these videos for them. And then I right. say, well, you know what, you can, you can make the exact same video for yourself, um, and I'll even help you do it. But to get started, if you want to use these fine, and if our team's not what you want, then I completely understand that. 
Like that's what you say. I mean, I, and I actually, I think I saw a post this morning. Someone was saying, "Well, if your company is doing so great, then why do you promote other other systems or something like that?" I, think I saw that back for a second. At the end of the day, um, it's your moral obligation to provide your team and the people around you with the best chance and the clearest path to win. Period. Even if that is another company or another system or something else. Okay, oh, it's your yeah. moral yeah. obligation. Yeah, they All were right, asking, so, go ahead. They were asking, they were asking why, if, if, I, if my primary business is doing so well, why am I promoting MITS? And I told them MITS is one of the reasons why my primary business is doing so well. I'm guessing that's right. what I'm supposed to Yeah, and I, I get that. And a lot of people will think that, and they'll say, oh, but the same thing would be like if you look at successful billionaires, how many ways and revenue streams are they basically earning um, or getting from the things that they do? So you're an entrepreneur. You're not a glorified sales rep, and you've got people in other systems and other companies that you can help based off of the success that you're getting in your company, and it's your obligation to provide that information to them if you feel like you're getting value. If you're not, then you don't have to, but that's just the truth. So awesome, guys. All right, so it's 9.15. I want to cut it unless there's someone that just has an urgent question that they want to ask. Yeah, you... one real quick, Vince. Sean, Sean okay. again. Uh, yes. If we're talking about that funnel, I was actually about to build mine today. You know, the one thing we didn't really dive into in the webinar is, is the video that you use to get them to opt in. What kind of, what kind of stuff are you using there to really drive them to, to really up that conversion rate to get them to take a look at the um, similar, you know, Similar to what you've seen me do in the past, just a similar video. Um, I might mention that I'm going to break down four videos that's going to explain exactly how I'm doing if you want to be very, much more targeted. Um, but you know, the typical, you know, maybe we'll do a video. I haven't really done anything on creating an opt-in um, video, like the steps of creating a compelling opt-in video or video opt-in page. Maybe we'll do that in one of our IRS products. We can do that because I haven't really yeah, done that. Yeah, that would be, really that would be cool. Cool. Okay, we can do that. Awesome. Yeah, because that would be sweet because I just do a lot of testing and I've probably made like 20 of them to figure out what works. Yeah. And you know what's funny, man? The ones that you think would work the best often don't, you know? It's right. weird. It's just kind of got to split test things. Right. Yeah, just keep keep the being driven and keep expanding campaigns. Go ahead. The one, the one on the fence post works, the little opt-in form, the green one, with this, like, it's like in a pasture or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know that one. Oh, hey, by yeah, the I, way, guys, if you haven't seen the new My Internet Traffic System website in itself, over the last few weeks, we're totally converting that site to where you won't even need to use the capture pages. You'll be able to drive traffic actually to your main link, and mm -hmm. it's going to convert. We've got that thing converting at our very high level right now. So go check out the new videos on the My Internet Traffic System itself, your main URL. Like, in fact, if you're here and you're level three, my advice would be like, hey, check out the new My Internet Traffic System website and just use your affiliate link, and I guarantee you you'll start getting some opt-ins and sales. From that, and you're so check out the new the video. Page yeah, literally the main website now converts okay. as a, as, a, as a, um, it's it's actually right equal to some of our highest converting pages. We plan on really driving a lot more of our traffic just there. It explains the entire system. Um, when you click off of the main, like if you get to the main page as a main video, if you click off of it, it takes you to a page that has three videos that explain each level, and they have to opt in before they can get to the marketing mastery kit page to buy.
but it's very they're all professionally made videos very compelling and it explains the system to um, and obviously it will get them cookie to you so my advice would be to start running especially on Facebook some campaigns and hey check out this new site where you can get traffic for your business put um, you know maybe use a sandwich page um, and, and the sandwich page maybe you could put a retargeting pixel on it and then and also by the way our next IRS product is going to be all about retargeting and some of the methods that we're using so we'll be getting information on that about for Wednesday um, but I'll show you guys how to do what I'm saying but anyways get a retargeting cookie so then after they hit the main page you build your retargeting list and then you can then promote the other opt-in pages to those people that hit the main page um, that would be a good strategy to have to get more people in the midst. But I, I would really test out your list. Especially if you have a list and they haven't got, came in the midst, send them to the main site. Just shoot an email. Say, hey, check out the new MindNet Traffic System site. It's awesome. And uh, I guarantee you'll get some conversions there. All right, so we've gone over, guys. Appreciate you guys. Um, Vinny, awesome job. How many of you guys, did you guys get value from Vinny? I know you, everyone can't say everything at once, but, I, I mean, I learned a lot from it and uh, appreciate you. And uh, we're going to keep it going, guys. Uh, we've got some awesome special guests that we're going to be continuing to bring on, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. All right, so with that being said, guys, uh, keep pumping, keep moving. Bring your questions. I want to hear from more of you. It's, it's funny how the people that get all of the results ask all of the questions. If you're here and you're listening, this is why we have this day, is for you guys to be able to ask me anything. So make sure you leverage it. And we'll see you guys on Thursday for our team practice. All right, take care. See you guys on the Internet.